behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. All right. Good morning. You're listening to Fix It Radio. I'm Dennis Brewster. I'm the co-host. John's off this week again and having a nice rest. And Larry... Unger's going to sit in with me from uh, taking the phone calls. You're going to come over here and sit down with me. That's I'm good. on this side of the glass now. Yes. We need to get you over here every once in a while. So if you have any questions about anything around the house, give us a call, 303-477-5600, or you can do a text line, 307-200-8222. So we got nice weather today, somewhat. So, so far. Yeah. So far, yeah. And then it's going to get a little nastier, and then it's going to get better, they said. And then tomorrow is going to get tomorrow. Rest of, well, through up till Thursday, it's, yeah. it's supposed to be crappy. Right. So I know that we've been doing a lot of planting around the house. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. What to do to cover your plants and and to pre- protect them and everything. And then the trees are starting to bloom, so we want to kind of protect them. And I don't know how much you can do to protect the tree, but there's things you could do. And we're going to kind of give you some hints around there. But um, really, if you have any questions around the house, just give us a call. We We'll do our best to answer them, and I think we can do a pretty good job with that. So give us a try, 303-477-5600. Well, between what you've done in your lifetime with yes. your house and so on, business yeah. and so on, and same, right. same with me, right? I think we can answer pretty much everything. I think so, yep. And and uh, I was just actually at the shop um, the other day fixing the roof. They had a couple leaks and stuff. Oh. So It's just, you know, the, the rounded pipes. You know, yeah. like the pipes that come out of the roof, it's things like that. And vent vents pipes and, and what have you. And the vents need to be sealed again. Yep. You know, those are those are things we should be doing all the time. Um, one of the problems we have is we have swamp coolers on the roof. And when they go up there to take the swamp cooler pumps out during the winter, they take those out so they don't freeze. Okay. And then they walk on the roof and sometimes they step on places that rubs a hole through or kicks something off or... Well, and that could also damage the tiles, the uh, roofing roofing shingles. shingles. Yeah. 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 So you got to be careful with that. Yeah. This is a metal roof, and I know that um, we've had some repairs done on it, and they did some tar pieces here and there, and and then it comes off. So I go back up there and put new tar on, and it's fairly simple. But it's a pain. It is (laughs) a pain. Yeah. But those are things we need to do. Should call Roof Max and have them go look at it. But it's a steel (laughs) roof, so I don't know how how much help they can give me. I don't know. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So I do want to mention that John has some pictures of a roof before and after for Roof Max that they did. And it looks really cool. It's on the website. If you go to fixitradio.com, you can see the, the website. And then you can also see all our sponsors there. Affordable Interest Mortgage with Kurt Rogers. We got Roof Max with Dave Hart. Arc Electric with uh, Bill Anderson. And American National Insurance with Paul Lewinberger. So, and then we got Rush Media Group. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's on there. So that's good. Yeah. So did you plan anything this week? You know, I didn't. No. I, I started doing yard work and, you know, pruning things and trimming things up and getting them cleaned up for, for the summer. Right. But outside of that, nothing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we'll go into that here in a little bit. Um, trying to see what time it is. We've got things going on here left and right. 
Um, but the weather is just beautiful today to be out there. You can be, you can still plant stuff today. I would recommend still going out there and, and planting some things because it's still a nice day to do that. And then uh, you can always cover them up, and we'll give you some ideas for covering things up. Well, the other thing you want to consider is because of the weather coming in this week, I would, if you haven't fertilized, now would be the time to do it. Uh, yes. We, we last year in, sp- in uh, fall, I rented a... Um, Aerator? Aerator, thank you. <laughs> you read my mind. That's great. Yeah. Well, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I rented an aerator, and I went around through the yard, and then we fertilized, and, and threw, we threw seed down, uh-huh. and then we threw some fertilizer down. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, our yard is taking off. And then Pam says um, the other day, she goes, you need to get out there and sharpen the blades and get the mowers ready. Right. Which I haven't done yet, so I was going to go home and do that today. And, and if you remember to- John's tips a couple of weeks ago on how to sharpen, you know, sharpen, sharpen your them. You yeah, know, blades. You don't need a grinder. No, just file. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I take them off and use my grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I just love doing it. It's a lot of fun for yep. me. But you know. But you got to. You must have a, uh, a bench grinder. Yeah, but it, you have a mild grind wheel instead yeah. of a coarse one. Right. Yeah, yeah. I have. I have a fine, a rough, and then I have a wire brush. Yeah. So I wire brush them clean first, and then I use the fine one. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, and it works out really well. And uh, it's nice to have that blades cut straight instead of oh yeah just torn. Yeah, so it's good to sharpen your blades every once in a while. And this is a good time to get out there and, you know, like even tomorrow, if it's a little nasty out, go in the garage, put your tools in there, your garden equipment, and, and just work away at it. And a little here and there, you know, you can change the oil on your mower inside. And yep. You, can, yep. you can blow it off, clean it up. Change the plugs, put new air filter in. Clean we, under the deck. And, yeah, yeah, under the deck, yes. That's really important. A lot of people don't do that. Yep. It builds up underneath there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it makes the mower run so much better. And then, you know, what I do is I lube all the wheels. I spray a little bit of rust penetrant on uh-huh. every wheel yep. to get them to move easier. Sure. Yeah. Sure. There's a lot of things we do that we should do more often. And if you have a belt drive for your lawnmower, yeah. <coughs> just adjust it. Right. I have... um. A little bit of everything. I have a mower that we use just for our grass, and then we have a, I have a Toro that has belts that I use yeah. for the outer part because we have, it's a harder weed, weeds and grass on the outside probably of the property because we have acreage, and then I have a big tractor to mow the rest. Mm-hmm. But uh, the one with the belts, I do that. I adjust it a little bit tighter every year, and I have to check the belts to see if they're bad, if they're starting to crack, just like on a car. Sure. Yeah, yeah but every piece that moves should be lubed. Right. Even the handles, I lube my handles. I lose every, just a little bit of drop of grease, drop of rust penetrant on everything helps so much. Well, you also have cables that, for the handle. Yes. I, yeah. Run some lube down. The- I forget to mention that because that's what I do too is because it makes the cables slide. Right. We used to do that on carburetors. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and uh, on the cars I used to work on, they had, you know, when I first started, you know, they had two carburetors and you had those cables for chokes. Yep. And then you would just put a little bit of drop on that and customers would say, oh my gosh, I don't know what you did in my cables. They work great. Sure. Well, yeah, that's what we need to do. So, so if you have any ideas, give us a call, what you do to prepare for things. But uh, really, it's a great time right now to get out. You know, I get out, uh, we have uh, weed eaters, you know, I have a battery operated weed eater that works great. Yep. But I also have um, the old style hand held little clippers you know for doing your grass <laughs> yeah no we do and i i sharpen those i sharpen the big the big ones for doing like uh, bushes uh-huh. and then i have an electric one that i sharpen all the time too 
and then I sharpen my chainsaws. There's a lot of things you could do to, to, to get prepared for, uh, you know, summer that even though it's going to be cold out and wintry and, and it could be snow and rainy and you don't want to go outside, but these things you can do inside your garage to get yep. things ready. So, hey, Joe, how you doing? Good, guys. Yourself? Good. How's New Jersey doing? Yeah, we're, well, we're, we're hanging out. Humid as heck here. Uh, <laughs> I miss the dry air of Colorado, and pretty soon will be mosquito season here. So, but, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, promised, I promised John I would bring this up because it is right now, if you have a whole house humidifier that's been running all winter, now is the time to go downstairs and turn it off for the summer. You do not want your humidifier running um, this summer because, by the way, it takes more energy to dehumidify air than to cool air. Cooling dry air takes very, very little energy. Uh, dehumidifying air takes a ton of energy. So you'd be surprised how many people uh, forget to turn their humidifier off and they're fighting themselves. They're dehumidifying and humidifying at the same time. Sure. Uh, and, and the other thing is when you do that, you probably haven't looked at that media pad that's that furnace. So you want to open that up if you shut it off and take it out. Probably you want to throw it away. But they're not worth cleaning. You can buy like a three pack for sixteen bucks or something, right? And you want to and you want to uh, replace that. It's a metal mesh filter. It's probably all gunked up with calcium and stuff. Um, and if Dan Muir is listening to this day, Dan Muir has never checked his furnace to see if he has one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember that. Yeah. So uh, if you have a whole house humidifier mounted on your furnace after the show's over, go down, turn the knob to off. And then, uh, you know, pop the, uh, the little, you know, it'll swing right, it'll lift right off. You want to lift that uh, pad out and go on Amazon.com and order yourself a three-pack. Uh, don't even try to clean the old one with CLR. I mean, you can, but it's, it's not worth it. It's messy, and they're, they're five bucks a piece. It's, you'd spend more on the CLR than you would to, than you would to uh, buy a, a, and replace a brand-new pad, humidifier pad. Yeah. Hey, hey Joe, <clears throat> this is Larry. Yeah. I have to disagree with you. I'm sorry, but... If I'm going to humidify something, it's going to be in the summertime, not in the wintertime. Why do you want to humidify something in the summertime? Because that's where you want your uh, moisture to be is in the hot air. In the cold air, you know, if you add humidity to it, it it's colder, yes. But it it's, doesn't do your skin or the, you know, your house framework, uh, things like that. It doesn't do it any good. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree. You know, I've, I, I grew up and I was an HVAC engineer with carrier air conditioning for 30 years. And the whole point of, of air conditioning uh, is to dehumidify air to, elect, to allow the perspiration from your skin uh, evaporate, which cools you naturally through the evaporation of perspiration. In the wintertime, you, you cook the air, you scorch the air, and you dry it out and your floors will crack, your furniture will crack, your skin will crack. So it's the winter time when you need to add moisture back in because you're basically baking the, the moisture out of that air. So, uh, and the whole goal in air conditioning is to, is to dehumidify the air. That's why you see, you know, water. If you go into one of these stores that has a, an over-the-door type unit, you'll see the water, or even a, a home window unit, you'll see the water dripping out the back, the condensate drain. Your car, you've got air conditioning. When you turn the AC on your car, at least one of you is a car guy, right? Oh, yeah, we are both are. Yep. All right, and you've got a condensate pan under your car, right? So 
uh, and when the AC comes on, you're dripping water out the condensate pan under your car. So the whole goal of air conditioning is to dehumidify the air, which makes the air feel cooler. There, let me put it this way. There's a world of difference between 80-degree dry air and 80-degree air at 99% humidity. 80-degree air at 99% humidity feels miserable. 80-degree air at 15% humidity feels delightful. Um, so it's the humidity uh, that interferes with the ability of the body to cool itself. So um, a big part of AC is to dehumidify the air. And, and if you turn the humidity, if you have your humidifier on, you're fighting yourself because the, the AC coil is going to be taking the moisture out and you're, you're putting it right back in. And the next time it circles through the system, you're going to be paying to take that moisture out that you just put back in. It's self-defeating. Okay, so you're talking about an air conditioning unit that is standalone. No, no, in your house, in your furnace. Right. In your furnace. But what I'm, what I'm talking about, Joe, is uh, swamp coolers. Oh, swamp coolers, okay. Yeah. No, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about furnace AC, you know, whole house Gotcha, AC gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm makes, that makes better sense, AC. yes. Yeah and, yeah, and most whole house air conditioning units are built into the furnace, and that furnace, not everyone, but a great many installed in the past 15 years, We'll have like an April air, you know, a kind of a beige cabinet with a uh, with a humidistat knob. It looks like a thermostat. That and it's got a, a little pad in there and a little and it, it as you in the winter time when you're running your furnace, you turn that knob to maybe 50 percent. And when your when your furnace is running on heat, um, the little that there's a little solenoid valve in there opens up, allows water to trickle through that um, pad that perforated pad, it's more of a mesh pad, and you pull moisture into the heated air that comes out of your vents. So you're humidifying the heated air in the wintertime, but in the summer, you absolutely want to turn that humidifier off because your furnace AC unit is working really, really hard to take the moisture out to keep the house cool and dry, and here you are putting the moisture back in, and it'll, it'll double your electric bill. Hey, Joe, can I ask you something? Can you hang on till we go sure. through a break and come back? Because i got some other questions for you. Okay, great. Okay, Thanks. hang on. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to, uh, to Fix It Radio on KLZ 560. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. 
He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Managers control their employees. Leaders empower them. John Rush will teach you how to run your business as a leader, not manager, so you have the freedom to do what you love. You went into business for yourself because you wanted freedom. But right now, your business couldn't last one day without your involvement. Learn how to stop micromanaging and give your employees more responsibility so you can step back and enjoy yourself. Send an email to john at rushtoreason.com. All right, we're back. You're listening to Fix It Radio on KLZ 560. The call-in number, 303-477-5600. And Larry and I are talking to Joe from New Jersey about humidifiers and how to maintenance them and stuff. Um, hey, Joe, a couple questions. Is, is now is a good time also, if you don't have an AC humidifier, just to go ahead and change your filter in your furnace, right? Yeah, that was the other thing. As long as you're going to be going down there looking, even if you don't, you also want to pull your filter and you know change your filter um and if you're going to do that two things don't waste your money on these little spun fiberglass filters get a pleated filter you know the the waffle board not waffle board but it's you know a zigzag pleated filter and make sure you pay attention there's a little arrow on those things they have a a directional airflow right and and, uh well first of all you know hopefully uh, you you notice which way the old one was pointing but it never hurts to check i've seen People had them in backwards, so just because the arrow was pointing one way when you pull it out, don't automatically assume that the old one was installed correctly. But there is a directional arrow on that new filter. Uh, don't waste your money on the 99-cent spun filter. Get the get the, the, the pleated filter. Right. You don't need to get the, you don't need to get the seven-dollar filter, but you want to get the 250 filter. Um, yeah. Again, buy them in a three-pack. You, you're probably going to you know want to change them. If not, at least once this summer, you're going to change them in the fall. So buy a three-pack so you have them. Okay. Um, now, also, um, a question is, is don't the newer furnaces um, already, um, like if your heater's running and then you switch it to, to cold, it won't turn on the humidifier if you switch it to cold because they're, like, smarter than they used to be, right? And then they, the, they the, won't the, kick into the humidifier at that point, right? If you have one of the newer fully integrated, you know, integrated from the factory – uh, but those are more the exception than the rule. But yeah, you might have one of those. Um, but you know, if you're, it's more than five years old. Good chances you have, you know, the the AC guy just or the front, when they installed it, the installer probably just slapped on one of these April Air things, copper line. The other thing, by the way, you might want to consider uh, instead of or in addition to turning that humidistat to zero. Uh, there's a little copper line with a little uh, brass shutoff valve, you know, and just turn a little shutoff valve off. Um, you don't want that water, you know, I just turned my little valve. It's, it's an easy thing to do. One less, one less leak source. Okay. Um, also check your condensate pump. You know, those, uh, your furnace, when you run it in AC mode, you're condensing a tremendous amount of water. It's going to come out of that 
off that AC coil, and that should go down a pipe to a condensate pump. Make sure your condensate pump is working, the float's working. You know, stick around, pour a pour a uh, you know a big glass of water into it, and make sure it comes on and pumps and pumps out. It's got a little tank that catches the condensate. Make sure your condensate pump is running. Yep. I is, one go is there, on me. Should you clean those out because if that water sits in there or runs water a lot, then yep, it yep. can get mold yeah, or something. Yeah, they can get nasty and moldy in there. So, you know, uh, just, you know, pop the top off, you know, rinse it out, you know, hot water and, and get it clean and then pour a glass of water and make sure it runs. Okay. So I would absolutely, absolutely do that. Um, anything else about furnaces? Yeah, I, I have a, a furnace that, that I um, have to maintenance every once in a while, and it has a tube that comes off of it, and it runs water through it, a lot of condensation during the heat cycle when you're doing that, and it goes to the outside. They plumbed it to the outside to where the water will just kind of run on out. And it gets a lot of moisture built up during the summer or during the winter when it runs. And sometimes when it's coming out the building out the side, it freezes. So then the water backs up and then it shuts off the heater because it, you know, it plugs up. So what I have to do is I have to turn it to where I have to make it to where the water will drain into a bucket from inside. How come it builds up so much moisture? Well, when you get combustion, um, by the way, when you first start a car in the wintertime and it's cold, what do you see dripping out the tailpipe? Moisture. Moisture. Water. water. Yeah. When you burn, uh, you know, when you fossil fuel, be it natural gas, be it gasoline, uh, if you get perfect, complete combustion, in theory, the only two products that result from burning a fossil fuel, which is a um, hydrocarbon, it's, you know, carbon and hydrogen linked together, are theoretically, you combine that with oxygen, and it's carbon dioxide and water will be the two products of combustion. So now when your car engine heats up, that water is now coming out as invisible steam, so you don't see it, but when you first do it, it comes out as liquid water dripping on your driveway. Same thing with your fur, producing CO2 and water vapor, and if you have a cold pipe in your basement, that water vapor will condense. Now in my house, my current house, um, the the drain off the off the heater off the um, I'm sorry I've got a uh, off the exhaust actually goes right into that same summer condensate pump so I my condensate pump runs in the wintertime for my furnace for my gas furnace okay. it doesn't go to the outside it goes to a condensate pump the same one that so I've got to do so my one condensate pump runs in the summer to get rid of the moisture that's uh, condensed from the air. And in the wintertime, it, it gets rid of the moisture that's a product of combustion. Does, okay. it, does that answer your question? Yes, it does. We do have another guy calling in, Bill from Lakewood's calling in. He has a question for you. So go ahead, Bill. What's your hey. question? Hey, hey, how's it going? Okay. I'll try to spit it all out. Okay. I, I, my, first of all, my furnace is 1996. So is it getting time to replace that? Yeah, 25 years old is about it for a furnace. I'm not saying he couldn't get another year or two, but if you're going to do it, the time to do it is late summer. Call these guys up for a quote and tell them it's something you're thinking about doing in September. September is the valley of death for for heating and air conditioning companies because nobody's running AC anymore. Or let me put it this way, if the AC hasn't failed by the end of August, it's not going to fail, and it's too soon for heat. You know, for heating calls, emergency calls, and, and HVAC companies are desperate for work. In September and October, and they will give, they will trip all over themselves. Uh, they'll do jobs like that at cost, just so they don't have to lay their crews off. So if you're going to do it, do it. In 
October. Don't wait till it fails in January. You'll pay your premium. Okay. Now, here's the trick question. See, now, when we put the furnace in, my house, there's two parts, the old part and the new part. The old part where the furnace is had seven-foot ceilings. So when they, so when I added on, I put, I put on 600 square feet family room, and when they ran the ductworks because the ducts went through my son through her bedroom, they put the pancake size because of headroom. So what I have to do all the time to just get the temperature to even out is leave the fan you know blowing all the time. I already had that replaced about 10 years ago, but what would I do when I? got a new furnace seeing also what i do is when we put the addition on the old furnace couldn't it was an old gravity feed that was switched to a with a blower and stuff so they put 220 baseboard heaters on which are a pain in the neck because i can't get to the thermostat so i turn the breakers on on and off just because it's just easier but what would i do as far as getting the furnace and the air conditioner to go back there. Now, I, I, the old guy I had working on my stuff said the new ones, the motors, the fans was running most of the time. Yeah, they have variable speed. You know, they have variable speed fans now. Uh, instead of, you know, on, off, you know, you have kind of a continuous. Um, right, so okay. you might want to look into a unit. It's going to cost you a little bit more to go the variable speed, but that's probably what you want to do. Uh, and even on the simple furnaces, by the way, uh, you can pick, most of those motors have like a, a three different, you can just move a wire, you go uh, slow, medium, fast. And so maybe, you know, if you don't want to go to the variable speed, maybe uh, when they have it installed, uh, maybe go to the, uh, believe it or not, going to a speed will give you smoother because if it comes on fast, it heats everything up, kicks the thermostat off, and then it shuts off. You're on, off, on, off. So right. believe it or not, going to a medium or slow speed will probably give you more even heat in your house. Yep. Or should Makes I move sense. next to my friend that's got a house in Belize? <laughs> <laughs> you did do that. Yep. Do that. That's my third option. Hey, Bill, there's another one that you can do, too. You can, um, If you call Bill with uh, Arc Electric, he does these cool, quiet, cool house out. fans. Uh-huh. Yep. And, and they would help, too, because then you can move the air around that way, too. And he said he'd give you 10% off install price. But it's it not here because the, on the on the new part of the house, there's only about four inches between the roof and the ceiling because I went with a vaulted ceiling. And then the old part of the house is filled with insulation. Well, I think if you call him and have him come out and look at it, he could probably help you out with that. There used to be a swamp cooler on that. You know, and then we switched to, to central air. Okay, we're just trying to get an idea on that. All right, well, keep listening because I think Bill might call in in a little bit. So, okay, and we'll talk a little bit more about this. So, all right. Okay, hey, thanks a lot. Hey, so how's John doing? He's doing good. He's been on vacation for a while. He's taking a break, but he'll be back next week. So, ready to torture you guys, huh? Yep. Put the screws in. Pardon? Put the screws in on the thumbs. That's right. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Bill. And, Joe, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Hey, one more thing you guys ought to talk about, uh, 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 winter, not winterizing, but summarizing your snowblowers. Now's the time to uh, oh, that's great. Put, yeah. some, put some fuel stabilizer in. Uh, people, Some people put the stabilizer in, and then they think they've done it. No, you've you got to run it. If you're going to put stabilizer in, you have to run it for a couple of minutes to get that stabilized fuel through the carburetor. What's even better, 
puts put some stabilized fuel in it, run it, and then run it dry. And it's good a time um, to, to change your oil, too, because then you can be ready for winter when it hits. Because if you change, right. if you wait till winter and then you, a snowstorm comes in real quick and you have to change your oil real fast, go ahead and do it now and get it ready. Yep. Yep. Do it now, and, yep. and but don't leave old gas in there, unstabilized gas, because you're going to have a right. time trying to get it started this right. next winter. Yeah, we'll talk about that. The other Thanks thing you want to do is, is grease your auger. Yep. Oh, yeah. Lube it. Grease yep. It. Thanks, Joe. Lube it, grease it. All right, guys. All right. Take care. All right. With that, we're going to take a quick break. So, Bill, hang in. Hang on. And Mark, hang in there. We'll be right back. You're listening to KLZ 560. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Take aim. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the Asset Manager All-in-One Loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loans to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30. People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from $100,000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, Equal Credit Lender. Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora started out as a traditional roofer, repairing and replacing asphalt roofs. But he got so tired of the unnecessary waste. The quality of asphalt shingles has declined in recent years, leading to less and less durable roofs, especially in Colorado, where high altitudes expose your roof to stronger UV rays that damage your shingles, combined with severe spring and summertime storms and more than twice the national average snowfall, you could end up replacing your roof every few years, paying higher and higher insurance costs. Roof Rejuvenation from RoofMax offers an alternative to total roof replacement. Just one application of the all-natural bio oil immediately adds five years to your roof guaranteed. Because Dave has a background in roofing, he can provide any patches or small repairs your roof may need before applying roof rejuvenation. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Fix-It Radio on KLZ 560 with Larry and Dennis. And uh, 
Bill, if you're still there, please give us a call back in. We had a little boo-boo. So, uh, Mark from Wiggins. How you doing, Mark? Hey, good morning. Doing well. Getting ready to do an oil change in one of my cars this morning. All right. That's so, good. Uh, you guys were talking about air filters and, and uh, filter uh, for your furnace. Um, years and years ago, uh, my wife had really struggled with... Um, you know, allergies and, and breathing issues that she had to take medications for. And, you know, I kept saying, hey, you know, it's probably our environment, our house. We just need to do something about that rather than you taking all these medicines. Well, she didn't like any of the answers I brought to the table until we had a uh, company, and I don't want to say the name because I don't uh, like them, but uh, they came over to try to give us all these sales pitches. But the one thing they did sell us on was a uh it's a combination uh air filter that's a uh it's called an electronic filter that uh that's got like a metal frame and you have a replaceable mesh that goes in this metal frame and on the side is a little electrical uh connector that you have like a wire that comes out that you plug into uh you know it's a regular um you know transformer plug kind of like your uh you know, any other appliance that has a plug uh, transformer. And what that does is attract a lot of the smaller dust molecules and things to the filter rather than allowing them to go through the system. And then along with that, they had a, uh, it's called a UV light um, that they installed in the ductwork. And so we actually bought it and, and, and we've been using the same system for probably I want to say six years now, and have she, my wife has no longer needed any of those medications anymore. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's, it's taken all of that stuff out. You know, mind you, it's not your your five dollar, seven dollar filter system. It was you know several hundred dollars, but I mean, what is your health worth? Is it worth seven dollars? Right. Or is it worth really getting clean? And I've I've since bought a, a whole new system because the old system it was so old that it, it just it wore out. Uh, so I've had to replace the the bulbs, which I think the light bulbs they say to replace them every two years, the UV light bulbs, and then uh, and then the filter. Like I do the same interval as as you would a paper filter every three months. Um, but I've noticed that you know like uh, we used to have um, issues with the when the air conditioning was running that I guess the paper filter had so much restriction that it was causing a lot of ice buildup or something. I don't know the physics behind it, but uh, it was causing a problem with the the furnace. And so when we put this new filter on, it kind of fixed some of those issues. Well, that's Uh, great. Yeah. The running of the system, having more airflow um, along with the filtration system uh, has like I said, it's it's made a world of difference for my wife. And then just recently, what I did was, uh, and, and I'm mechanically inclined, and I understand electricity, so I have no problem hooking up, you know, 120 or 240 systems and and doing that. And so I went, um, I had a company quote me for a steam humidifier because we've used wicking um, humidifiers, and they they get hard as a rock within like a week or two, sometimes you know, two and a half weeks, those little elements in there, uh, the paper element just turns hard as a rock because of our water. 
so I thought, let's get a steam system, and then it'll go into the duct rather than one of those paper systems that's going to turn hard as a rock and cause problems by collecting mold or mildew. And then the steam will actually do some more sanitation, as long as you know, along with uh, with creating the the humidity. Um, and I just got that connected uh, about a week ago, and oh man, it's it's amazing. Like we sleep so much better now because it's it's a constant, you know, thirty thirty five percent, and and no more the static electricity on hot days. You can't. It won't run on on AC. Uh, but it, I had to get a new uh, controller uh, to be able to do temperature and humidity, so I did have to upgrade that. Um, but it all works now, and it's it's amazing. Well, that's great. I never heard of that system. I haven't either. Yeah, but that's interesting. Thanks for giving us a call, Mark. Yeah, it definitely works really, really well. So if, if you have the funds or, you know, if you don't um, and you can do it yourself, then uh, I, I would definitely recommend, you know, the air filter, the UV, and a, and a steam humidifier if you can afford it. It wasn't cheap. All right. Well, thanks a lot for calling in. Appreciate it. You guys are great. Have a great weekend. You too. All right. With Thank that, you. we got Bill from Arc Electric calling in. So how you doing, Bill? You there? Bill? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Can hear you. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Yeah, just hearing all this conversation HVAC, and it's, um, it's pretty good stuff. Um, you know, I guess everybody has a little bit different opinion about stuff. I was always taught to, to buy the cheapest filter you can and just change it every month, especially if you have pets, um, because by the time that collects all that hair and stuff, it really constricts the airflow. And if you bind up the airflow... You know, that's going to work your furnace twice as hard. And then also that's when you're going to ice up your, your coil. And that's when people see that, that condensation freeze up that they're talking about. Um, so that's, you know, I always was told to buy, you know, buy on the cheaper side of the filter and then just change it every month depending on, you know, your, your environment and your house. The UV filters are the UV um, things that you put in your duct are, are really good because they'll, they'll kill all the germs. And if you've got somebody sick in your, in your house, it, uh, it just kind of helps not spread that stuff. Um, the electronic filters, uh, yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're 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 good too. But again, if you have um, a lot of pets and stuff, you know that's going to get gummed up with all their hair and things. Uh, and then two on your part of your maintenance thing, your your condensers outside. You know, you want to make sure you go out and you clean those things because if those get trapped with uh, dirt and stuff, then the airflow on that isn't um, working as well either. And so you want to kind of look at all the, the fins and make sure they're not smashed and make sure there's good airflow and, and, you know, you can kind of clean them with a brush to make sure there's good airflow on there. Is it okay um, to hose them off? Wanna, you know, like with the... You, yeah, you can. Just got to be careful, you know. I mean, I mean, it sits out in the rain, so it's not like it's going to, you know, can't get wet, you know, because it's outside. Um, you know, I just would be careful with too much pressure because, you know, you could you could uh, mess some things up with Flatten the well. fins and stuff? Yeah. 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 yeah, take a look at that. And then um, the the reason I wanted to call is because, you know, we uh, are certified quiet cool installers, which is a whole house fan system. And these things will cut 50 to 90 percent off of your AC bill. And the reason it does that is because it pulls the thermal mass out of your house. So inside your house, you've got your furniture, you've got your walls, you've got your floors, and all of that holds heat. And what a uh, whole house fan does is it'll pull the heat out of those things, which makes cooling your house much more efficient. 
Um, you know, if you take a, an ice cube and put it inside your oven and expect that ice cube to, to cool the ambient air ten- temperature and then finally get to the thermal mass within that oven, it's going to take a lot of ice and a long time to do that. However, if you cool that room first, cool that oven first, cool the, the parts of it first, and then put the ice cube in there, it's going to be much more efficient. And that's what a whole house fan does. And so, you know, they're, they're really effective. And if you have that whole house fan, you probably, if you use it correctly, you probably can get away with not even turning your air conditioner on until probably maybe late July, August. You can go most of the summer without even kicking your AC on. So, uh, so many benefits to that as well as far as purifying the air. A lot of people are concerned, especially where you and I live, Dennis, they're like, well, what about dust? Right. It actually helps you know, keep the dust down because it's pulling, it's moving air through your house instead of allowing that dust to settle. So, um, you know, as I mentioned, you know, we're offering right now a 10% off on these things because it now's the time to get them in. Um, they're coming in by the, the semi truck loads to our supply houses and this is the time to do it, uh, to, to take advantage of that. So where do they usually go? They go that. into the attic or do they go where? Yep. They go in. They go into the attic. Uh, if you have a two-story house, we usually most of those two-story houses, you know, they have like a little hallway between all the bedrooms, and we, and we put it there. And uh, the the thing about the quiet cool is it's not like the traditional whole house fan where the the fins and the the propeller is sitting right there at your at your grate. Uh, there's a six foot tube that goes into your attic, and that fan is located at the back of that tube, and so it's it's quiet because you don't have you know an, an oh, airplane. Yeah prop in your ceiling right um you know going off and so uh these things are great we love them um they they work really well that you can get the rf switch which is the remote control switch and you can turn on anywhere you can program them um and like i said if you use it correctly it, it'll cool your house down and, and you'll hardly ever touch your 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 ac anymore so interesting good time yeah. to get that installed all right yeah. bill i got a question for you If you don't have the funds to uh, add stuff to your heaters and your vents and stuff to uh, eliminate the the contaminants and the mold and stuff like that, what are the how do these companies come in and clean your ductwork? How does that work? Well, there's there's different ways to do that. Um, Some people just come in with a big vacuum. Um, Some people come in with shop vacs. Uh, some people have, you know, the brushes that go in and scrub. Some people shoot chemicals and things in there. And so, you know, if there's a reason why duct cleaning is, is a popular topic on the scam shows uh, because there's a lot of that going on. And if you really want efficient cleaning of your ductwork, you, you probably want one that goes in with a brush and cleans it. Uh, for the homeowner, though, you know, if you just take your take your grates off of your um, registers, you know, and you can stick the shop back down there. I mean, that's, that's better than, than nothing. Um, and then, you know, you want to go down and you want to, you want to clean out your furnace, um, make sure that, you know, your components are nice and clean. Now, a lot of people will prefer like uh, one of the companies we work with, they go in there and they actually spray, um, you know, CO2 on the components and they, they, they use a blower instead of a, a vacuum type thing. And that blows everything clean, and then they go in and they, they clean the, the, the flame sensor and make sure you got a good filter and check your heat exchanger for cracks and things like that. But you can still go in there with a shop back and just kind of clean it as a homeowner um, without the risk of really doing any damage. Now, when you go into that computer board on your furnace, you want to make sure that you get the attachment on your shop back that's got the little bristles in there, you know, so that you're not uh, hitting anything really hard. Um, 
yeah, that's kind of what, what you should do. But the filter there, that's the main purpose of that filter. That filter goes on the cold air return side. And so as it's pulling air from your, from your house, from your cold air um, registers, it's going through that filter before it goes into your, your furnace section. Um, and so as Joe was talking about with that arrow, you want to make sure that that arrow is pointing, the airflow is pointing into your furnace um, so that it can suck it instead of uh, the other way around because that's important with that as well. But I don't know if that answered your question, Larry, but, yeah, you could just go in there as a homeowner, you know, and just, just try your best to vacuum them out with a shop vac. It's better than nothing. Um, you know, I've, you've seen a lot of reports and a lot of pictures of these really, really bad gummed up ducks and things like that you know um in colorado we're pretty dry um i'm not a fan by the way of of the the steam in your ducks or you know even to some degree the 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 humidifiers in your ducks because when you have a bunch of dust and stuff in your ductwork and then you introduce steam well that mucks it up you know you just pull down your your bat your bathroom fan and look at how gummed up it is that's the result of steam and dirt and so, you know, if you introduce steam into that, that duct work and there's already a bunch of dirt in there, um, well, that's going to start to build up and then, get, you know, start causing corrosion within your duct work and things like that. So um, that no sense. problem doing the steam, but you definitely want to make sure you, you clean your ducts on a regular basis if that's the case. And, and again, we, unless you live with a lot of pets um, uh, in a high dust area, um, you know, if you keep your house clean, I mean... Just open up your ducts and look down there. There's typically not that much in there, you know, so. Well, the one problem I did find is when I moved into my house, it was brand new. In Uh fact, we had to wait for the construction to complete before we could move in. But there was a lot of construction debris in the ducts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's our secret trash can. (laughs) 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 Well, what happens there, Larry, is, you know, uh, know, they go in and they clean. And, and usually each trade is kind of responsible for a broom sweep after they're, they're done with their portion of the project. And there's no covering of those ducts. And sometimes the coverings that are there get removed. And so, you know, you're broom sweeping and it's just, it's going right in there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so if you, you have know, a new a, house, a it's probably clean. good to have it come in and suck it out or get yourself down there and do that. Yeah. But I mean, if there's like cans and, you know, cardboard boxes and nails and stuff like that, you know, those, uh, it's going to be hard to remove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to reach your hand down in there and grab those. Yeah. 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 It's so. crazy what you find down them. Yeah. So. Right. Bill, I really appreciate you calling in. You can go ahead and give your phone number out again. Yeah. Our office number is 303-656-3689. And so. Uh, 303-656-3689. And, uh, you know, we're not open unfortunately on the weekends but if you call and leave a message we'll get to you on monday yep all right well thanks for calling in bill have a great day all right you as well all right Bye-bye. all right we're going to take a quick break you're listening to fix it radio on klz 560 can you believe how low rates are staying still in the twos back in the 40s and the 50s rates were in the five to six percent range how much longer you're going to wait take aim affordable interest mortgage seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. 
Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Managers control their employees. Leaders empower them. John Rush will teach you how to run your business as a leader, not manager, so you have the freedom to do what you love. You went into business for yourself because you wanted freedom, but right now your business couldn't last one day without your involvement. Learn how to stop micromanaging and give your employees more responsibility so you can step back and enjoy yourself. Send an email to john at rushtoreason.com. Okay, we're back, and you're listening to Fix It Radio with Dennis and Larry. John, our host, is on vacation for a couple of weeks. Enjoying himself finally. uh, Hopefully, yeah. Um, he should. Be, he will be back next week. So, uh, God willing, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back Monday for Rush to Reason. That's great. Yep, love to hear him again. Um, if you need, if you have any more questions, we've been talking a lot about humidifiers and heaters and AC units and cooling your house down. Three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Love to hear from you. Um, that was really good to have Bill call in from Arc Electric. Um, talking about these uh, these fans that he puts in, they're really, good information. It yeah. is, it is, yeah. and uh, had a lot about filters today. Yes, we <laughs> you know, have. which is good. That's all right. Um, but you know, like like I do live in a pretty dusty area. Uh, we have dirt roads and stuff, and they paved the main road, but we still get a lot of dust. And it was nice that it rained for a little bit because it gets the dust down. Right. But then slowly as it's drying out, the dust starts coming back. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, man, here it comes again, you know. Well, the interesting part is years ago, we used to be able to put oil on, on the dirt roads to keep right. the dust down. They, yeah. Well, the EPA says no, so. <laughs> well, you know what they started putting down was mag chloride. Really? And they would mix it. They'd go down four inches thick with it and mix it in with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. They'd, they'd you know, like tear it up a little bit, and then they'd do that, and then they'd repack it. Yeah. They'd mix it up, like stir it up, put that stuff in there, and then pack it. And and I can tell it was mag chloride because then when I park in my garage, we'd let our we wouldn't go all the way into the garage. We'd park in front of it and we'd let it drip. Well, it tore up all that concrete. Just ate the concrete alive. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It so, will do that too. Yeah, it will. And and you saw what it does to wiring on cars. Oh yeah. That's terrible. 
It's a terrible stuff. Wiring and aluminum rims and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, it's it's nasty stuff. So they quit doing that, like you said, and then, and then so we get the dust. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, it'll be good. We're gonna have some moisture this next week coming, and and that was another thing we wanted to talk about, and and we did talk about a little bit about um, servicing your your mowers and things like that. Right. Well, the snowblower is a great idea. What he's what Joe was talking about. Get your snowblower, get in there, change the filter on that. Like you were saying, lube up the auger and everything. Sure. Everything that moves on that thing is a good good idea. And then change the oil now. You won't have to do it in winter. That's right. It'll be ready to go. It'll be ready to go. Yeah. Yes, that's a great idea. And and you could do this two ways as far as the fuel. You can either put stabilizer in it or you could just drain it all the way. Either way works. Yes, yeah, either way. Yeah. And I've also, you know, sometimes what I do is I'll fill them all the way up. And just put a little bit of stabilizer in it, you know, and fill it all the way up. And then I've done that way for years. Yeah. And I don't have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I we'll see what happened with all my mowers this year. (laughs) I have way too many. I only got one. Yeah. And then my wife's uh, mother-in-law moved in with us. So we got another mower. And I'm like, great. Another thing to take care of. (laughs) So now we got four push mowers. And, you know, uh, one of those... uh, weed eaters that it's a it has two wheels and it's got the big tines in the front and you oh good yeah i'm trying to think of the name of it but anyway i think toro makes one yeah so i have to fix that too and there's just always something you know when you get all the the more toys you have the more work you have to do that's that's the way it looks like well and believe it or not the maintenance that you do on those will make them last much much longer well people you know they say i can't believe you still have that that thing's like 30 years old and i'm like well yeah why wouldn't you just change it or fix it (laughs) mickey how you doing doing good but you guys somewhere it got left out there's the plain old spun fiberglass filters uh-huh. And then upgrade from that is the waffle filters, the Z filters, the pleated filters. Uh-huh. And then the guy with the wife with the allergies was go- talking about the electronic. Right. There's there's one in between called an electrostatic. Okay. They're, you don't have to plug them in, but what they do is they use uh, a couple different layers of materials and what they do is they, the difference in materials creates a static field that traps the particles instead. And they're washable and reusable. Oh. So if you get, so if you, they're, they're a little more expensive, like 15, six, last I bought, I think they were like 15, $16. But you can, if you buy two of them, you just swap it out and then wash the other one when you get around to it. And all it takes is water to wash them back out. Hmm. Mickey, do you know if they make a hyperallergenic filter like they do in, on your uh, cabin air filters for cars? I That I don't know. But I do know about the, elect- the electrostatic is really effective. Hmm. And uh, you're doing, them, you've been doing you know that for a while? Uh, about 10 years. Okay. Okay. Um, do you know what a MERV rating is? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not real sure, but they say the MERV ratings between one and four. Um, well, so if you wanted, you could you could double stack them, use one of the cheap old filters to take the big particles out, and then 
the electrostatic to filter out the rest. Okay. Just a thought. All right. Well, I appreciate that. That's a good thought. Okay. Thanks, Mickey. Welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, we learned a lot about filters today, Interesting, Larry. isn't it? Yeah, because I didn't hear about some of these filters before. I didn't either. Yeah. I just put in the cheap one and replace that's, it a lot. Yep. That's normally what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a paintbrush. When I paint, I get the cheap ones. And throw them away. Yeah. Because I don't want to clean them. No. Yeah. I hate cleaning. <laughs> because cleaning takes more time than painting. That's right. Sometimes. Spend that more time doing that than, it's, than just, it costs by the brush. <laughs> right. So uh, a couple quick. I want to do these real quick before um, before this winter storm hits. This little well spring storm. Yeah. Um, and you want to cover your plants. A couple things. What we do is we take um, our old plastic. Pam keeps a lot of plastic um, buckets around that you know planter boxes that are old and and you know we don't throw them away. And then it takes my five gallon buckets that I got from Napa a lot. You know, <laughs> and she takes those and she'll put those over one plant on one end and another on the other, and then she puts a stick in between and throws a tarp over between both of them. Ah, there you and go. Okay. It makes a tent-like, you know, yeah. and uh, covers a lot of her plants right now because she put a lot of plants in. And the other thing is she puts a lot of mulch in to uh, cover the plants to hold the moisture in. Right. So when it gets hot out, that mulch will actually hold moisture in there, and it'll keep the plant better. It'll do better for the plant. Well, especially during summertime, too, because right. it keeps the plant more moisture with the mulch than it's just dirt yeah and the mulch also will keep it warm yes so that's another thing and then she also says you need to shake off your trees with the broom you know make sure you get out there with the broom when this snow it's wet it's heavy get out there and knock off all your trees because it'll break the branches and stuff so you've my been listening to my fix trees it. about 50 feet tall <laughs> i know you need an extension ladder <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, so you've been listening to Fix It Radio on KLZ 560.